Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Food News and Choose Radio. Chef Jeremy Ashley, Sylvia, Norma, everybody. So today's show is going to be a little different because normally it's all about food. But today it's going to be more about food locations, specifically haunted food locations. And places people can go for vacations, staycations. You can stay in Lexington. All around Lexington, all around Kentucky. Paducah. You know, Paducah's far, but it's a great town to go to. Great culinary scene and some haunted places but i have nine places here in lexington where these are ghost guarantees right ghost guarantees like so you're gonna see a ghost do you so want to okay. hear about these and by the way in the second half of the show speaking of ghosts we're going to talk to uh, leo york of the 13th floor podcast and he's going to talk about other haunted locations all over the state but you got nine I got nine okay in lexington. some of these you'll know okay um nine haunted places this is official i mean there's probably others yeah. uh transylvania is probably the most well-known well you know where the kids go into that I mean, wasn't dracula from Transylvania? Well, there's well, Transylvania <laughs> translates into a forest is what it means yeah. in the Transylvania forest, which I was in once. In uh, so there was a forest uh, there. there? Is a, well, Transylvania is a portion is uh, borders on. It's in Germany, yes, uh, okay. Romania, Romania, and some places like that. So Dracula is from there. So because of the name, I think Transy, but Ruffinesque put a curse on Transy. Um, like was it for failing in exams? There is a male uh, in gym shorts that appears. <laughs> a male <laughs> in gym shorts. Okay, okay. Now there's the Don Young Farmhouse, which I don't know anything about. No. Um, so anyway, but the John Hunt Morgan House, uh-huh. uh, built by John Wesley Hunt, uh, died of cholera, unusual, just kind of a sudden death, and he uh, roams the house apparently. Uh, the Hunt Morgan House, which is used as a venue for a lot of mm-hmm. events. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've catered there. Yeah, you watch out. Watch John out. Morgan will get you. <laughs> uh, Lexington Cemetery. That's no surprise. Yeah. The yeah. people hear shrieking. Really, and it's a very old. If mausoleum. you've ever gone around it, I have a friend. It's a who, beautiful cemetery. Yeah, we like to go around and walk there. I mean, you'll see headstones from the late yeah. 1700s, early 1800s. And who doesn't love a haunted cemetery? Right. I mean, it's like, you know, de rigueur. It, I will <laughs> say, it's one of the, the Lexington Cemetery is one of the most peaceful feeling it's places. Beautiful. It's a very peaceful place. And I know it's a cemetery, but it just has like a, an air yeah. of well, yeah. of peace around it. I don't know yeah. why. It really does accomplish its like job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the mausoleums and uh, various places are said, said to be haunted. And these are usually people, like like we'll hear from our guest, Leo York, it's usually like apparition, appar- apparitions, what am I trying to say, women in white dresses. And, you know, it's so interesting to me. I mean, are we, who sees this stuff? And is it some sort of energy field? And it really isn't. I mean, I don't know. You said you believe in ghosts, right? I, well, I mean, I'm skeptical. I don't know. Gosh, I so don't know. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an energy guy. You know, laws of physics: energy can't be created or destroyed. There's something about a you know yeah. a soul's energy that I don't think ever goes away. I don't, and I don't I think we know. I don't think it ever I stops. Think I think it's kinda, always been. I think it always will be. I kind of like the string theory approach to it. Is that all time exists? At the same time, there's no time is not linear, so it's all kind of a knotted ball, and what we see as a ghost might just be a glimpse into the past that we can't mm-hmm. quite comprehend. Well, I mean, That's there right. are time just dilations in the right. kitchen. You ever tried to watch a pot exactly. till it boils? I mean, there really is time travel that happens when you're baking. And they say <laughs> what 99 percent of our brain isn't really used. Right. I mean, who knows what we're capable yeah. of? It's knowing. probably all around us. We just don't see. 
Yeah. yeah, I'd say for most people, it's more than that and part of their brain. some people are more sensitive right. to stuff. Griffin Gate, I, I talked about the Blue Room, Greta hanging herself in the Blue Room by mm-hmm. being rejected by a suitor. And they say if you go in the Blue Room, I've been in there for receptions and various things, didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. But you can hear noises yeah. and a chill in the air and lights flicker and no one else, nowhere else in the building will that happen. So... I don't know. This may be, this is probably not a question for us, but let's say you've got a haunted restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And is it is it okay to maybe have, say, a priest come in and, and bless them? Does that get rid of sort the spirits? Would you ever want or to get rid of your 100-year-old do you spirit in your, in your I, I restaurant think, that's I, a tourist attraction? I think attraction? people use it as a, like uh, the ones that he will be talking about, they attract tourists and, you know, and just... I think play it up because it's kind of fun. I mean, what if know? they're like stuck there and they could be saved by the priest and the blessing and you're just trapping them up but there? But also it's a dog-eat-dog world. you yeah. got to get customers <laughs> in the door. And, you know, like it's competition whatever works. Stuff, if a ghost man. is going to help you, you know, sell a couple um, more plates of pasta, aren't you going to do it? VA like hospital. You think, you're businessman. Yeah. The VA hospital. Very old. Ooh. Of course, that's probably a place yeah. you would think insane, insane asylums would also list be listed there too. So, the VA hospital has the same thing: screams. Maybe the energy things. there is different. Yeah, that yeah, be, it's negative energy. Because I, one thing we'll talk about is haunting doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. No, it can be a wonderful spirit that comes back from a family member or something. Let me ask: Would you be more likely to go to a restaurant? If you or you know, a pub or a hotel, if you thought it was haunted or if it yeah, had the I think reputation, on a certain kind of a day, I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because it'd be old and it's sort of like Old Talbot Inn. You know, it's just old and fun. And, and that's one of the places Jesse on the James, list. I mean, you know, yeah. You know, so one thing I've never understood in, is is the bridge between paranormal and say witchcraft. The, how yeah. the potions mm-hmm. and the elixirs and the ingredients and the stewing turns from the physical world into the spiritual. That's right. You know, like, how do you go from, you know, how does that, where's that connection made? You know, what's in, what's in the ingredients? What's in the cooking method? The last one is the Campbell House. Oh, yeah. Two that women be- were murdered in the Campbell House and their spirits roam. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that was the so list. When it gets to the, uh, the apothecarial approach to it, right. like, to the, like, when you think about it, cooking and, you know, making it's, uh, from the physical, it's not that different. You're taking ingredients, you're putting them in a pot, you're I cooking. think of a cauldron. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, and, and, all right, gr- granted, everything on this planet is an ingredient, right, to cook. That's sure. right. I mean, this is God's it's plan, and this is all, everything on here is our bounty to use. And this is what elixirs are, you know, it, it's, depending on the plants and things, you're, it could it could help with grounding or anxiety or depression or grief, Um anger so there there's obviously ingredients that change your emotional or your energy levels of some sort so i don't know is is it is it part of the properties of the ingredient that changes your vibrational level to experience more or is it something what, in the what ingredient are some of the ingredients well uh, are some, the, of some of the some of the ones that are used most often are brandy or cider vinegar like apple okay mm-hmm. raw honey Roses, lavender, chamomile, lemon balm, St. John's wort, yarrow, tulsi, and hawthorn berry. So that's just kind of, Did you know, bane, bane berry, bat drool. Bat drool. <laughs> I mean, these are these are all well, witch potions. I think R- part of it bean is. juice, choke berry for enlarging. I think part of it is that we maybe for year, you know, for eons, for hundreds of thousands of years, people used plants 
for healing, not knowing why they work, just knowing that they did work. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, you go to, you know, the the rainforest, there are things in there that they know have medical medicinal properties that the, the people who live there knew about, but they didn't understand why it worked. So when you don't know why something works, you just think it's magic. Right. And yeah. some of this stuff involves steeping. Yeah. Not cooking. Some of it involves um, making a tincture and alcohol. Odor. Uh, odor. The smell. Right, right. So a lot of these aren't just, you just eat them. You know, you have to do specific methods of extraction. Well, also, in a lot of these, a lot of, there there are foods that grow naturally that people said, and you ate these and you would commune with God. And now we realize... They were psychedelics. I was going to say mushrooms, things like that. Mushrooms. There are all sorts of psychedelic plants and even like certain animals that you get psychedelic effects from, and maybe that's part of it. And they're starting to say that these things are effective with mental illness. Oh, sure. They're actually becoming legitimized. Yeah, there's a reset that seems to happen Uh on a lot of emotional levels. And I don't know if you're getting in contact with some kind of different dimension. (laughs) Right. So, again, chemically changing your brain. You know, the 99%. Things work for for reasons we don't they quite say, understand. They say that right. people are not as fearful of dying once they've gone through one of these medicinal applications of hallucinogens. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what you see is that, hey, this isn't the end. It's just the end of earthly existence. But there's something beyond that we don't know. Well, we've heard theories in of government research on yeah. DMT, like mm-hmm. that it's released when you die, and that's the gateway drug that transport you to another dimension yes what i don't know that energy goes somewhere right well now in in places that have decriminalized we know specifically mushrooms you know it's a cold it's a food show so we'll talk about mushrooms mushrooms yeah yeah. so in places that have had decriminalized psilocybin uh, psilocybin mushrooms there's actually a few others that that also produce effects they now have guided uh, clinics where you can go on a guided Mm -hmm. trip Mm -hmm. and you know you rent the room you have a not a doc you have a shaman but you have a doctor or a nurse that helps guide you through the right dosage yeah Yeah, people are doing these ayahuasca camps dmt stuff like that and it's Mm -hmm. making huge healing like they're they come out of addiction or severe depression ayahuasca is very interesting because you talk about the culinary applications ayahuasca is two separate things that need to be extracted in very special ways and then combined right right. and you think about all the combination and they've known about ayahuasca for thousands of years in the rainforest but how they discovered these two things when cooked together and then extract you know produce it yeah you're going through you're trying you live in a place you're trying everything and you realize certain things work and Uh, certain things don't yeah no that whole process of knowledge baffles me like how do we learn to make cheese right i mean like you got milk you got rennet how did you think to put a that together in you yeah, right. right it's always by accident right yeah. you just notice they say there's four kinds of potions love potion restorative potion mm-hmm. in, uh, immortality potion Ooh. and a hallucinogenic potion and then there are curses and curses where you have that cauldron and you're like toil toil stuff and trouble you're like yeah i don't know i've never done one so here wait here's some witch potion ingredients okay. i don't know what this is so bat wool that's fibers gathered from a bat bee's brain the sliver of a bee's brain. If you it's, can it's find it. It's for a levitation <laughs> potion. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Beetle's blood, blue leaf, broad bean juice, bungle shell, carnivorous plants, cat traps, chokeberries, claws, cobwebs, cockroach shells. This is just cool yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. Do you all want to know how you can do a uh, potion with your kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You put in dragon scales, 
Ooh, tree, like bark. Bark. tree bark. Oh, okay. Tree bark. Okay. You put in fairy needles, mm-hmm. pine needles. Okay. You put in rabbit droppings, raisins. Ooh, okay. <laughs> you put in the ground eye of a newt. Oh, I don't have that what, what that is. You'll just have to figure that one out. Witch's fingernails are pistachio shells. Okay. I think about it. That's cute. Um, mountain dust, which is flour. And what do you make? Wow. So you make a potion. It's a little potion. <laughs> it's just kids but how does it, do you have to cook it? Is that one of those things? Actually, I remember my kids making potions. I don't know where they picked that up. I always want to write together. one of those little books that's, you know, like a, a scavenger hunt slash recipe book for kids. You know, that'd be fun. You know, potion yeah. recipe. I mean, you can go out and get all these ingredients and your kid makes a potion. I just remember my kids so being I've got, fascinated I, by that. I've got one that we could maybe use when we need a memory boost. This is a memory elixir. Oh, okay. Ooh, this one actually on is supposed to be legit. So, um, brandy, raw honey, rosemary, lemon balm, calendula like petals, yeah. oat straw, and peppermint. So, again, that seems like one of those things that, uh, what is it? Is it ginkgo? Is it gin- yeah. maybe ginseng? One of those that people took and th- thought was medicinal and then realized, oh, it actually has qualities that can help totally. your brain or help, you know, your mood. Or yeah. They're yeah. actually... You know, and there's a, there's a line, until you understand why something works, science seems like magic. If you didn't know how this computer worked, right. you would go, well, this is it's magic. Like kind of magic. And then you, may, then you go, oh, here's why it makes sense. So I do think there's a line there. Mm-hmm. And the culinary arts, I mean, that's how you it's got... It's mixing things. Yes. Creates different It's all related. Things. You know, when I first started looking at this stuff, the first thing that came to mind was Foxfire, that whole series yeah, of books. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, how they... It's kind of they the how-tos the and instruct. Yeah. yeah, there's got to be some, some cool stuff on ginseng and different things sure. on there. So. And we... Look at those. Ginseng grows in Kentucky, right? Well, yeah, you got you go up in those mountains, man, and find ginseng. There's ginseng, a, there's ginkgo. They all supposedly have some yeah. kind of benefit for you. Yeah, sassafras. Um, we didn't get to we. I don't think we're going to get to this one, so I'm going to mention it. Okay. Um, my, uh, Mark Mackey's Music World of Wilder. Bobby Mackey's. Bobby Mackey's. Yes. America's Honky Tonk. I mean, it sounds wild. Supposedly and the most his haunted best place. Damn band plays real mm-hmm. country. Come for the ghosts, stay for the music. Now, supposedly, it's <laughs> like one it. of the most haunted buildings in America and also is home to, like, poltergeist activity yeah. where the, oh, yeah. the ghosts can get pretty, from what I understand, pretty violent. But not in a, I don't think any patrons, are, but it's a place where there's scary stuff that happens, allegedly for the people that, yeah. you know, that study this kind of stuff. Well, it sounds like a place to go to. I mean, it sounds... Very interesting. Would you want to go, like, even if you don't believe in it, would you want to go, if a place had, like, a, a scary reputation for hauntings, would would you want to go and risk it? Depends how scary <laughs> it Down is. Down to, like, 3 p.m. I, or, like, 3 a.m. Well, on, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, Halloween yeah. night. Let me just say, walking into a mall right now is probably scarier than... <laughs> well, you probably have a better chance of... Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, has I don't know if there's ever been any attacks by ghosts in public places right so to speak or restaurants so i think it's all and and (coughs) you wonder about that because i mean you would think if they're real there would be mad ghosts right who are after people like the guy at table 54 that just every day comes he's a ghost and just keeps sending back his steak you know if i 
that would be a horrible. It's a haunting. Oh. <laughs> if, I, if I were a ghost, I was in a restaurant. I wouldn't. I wouldn't scare people. I would just do things that Me? I would. I yeah, would knock over a glass every once in a while or deflate souffles. I'd just you hang know? by the chef. Be like, you know, you're doing that wrong. Turn the oven way down. <laughs> that looks terrible. No, just have fun with it. Have fun with it. So, so in the second half of the show, we're going to talk to uh, uh, Leo York from the Thirteenth Floor Podcast, and he is. He studies this stuff, anything weird, anything paranormal, yeah. anything like that. He loves Sweet. being weird. Loves being weird. And we love talking to we people. We love weird. But what we a love different weird. show. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All it's right. Fun. We're going to take a quick break. We're okay. going to come back. And uh, the second half of this ghostly show next, it's Food News and Shoes Radio. Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Shoes Radio. You know, we were talking off the air about summer road trips and doing yeah. things, staycations. And our next guest is about this. perfect for this topic because there are a lot of haunted places in Lexington. And Kentucky. In Kentucky, too. Um, his name is Leo York. He hosts the 13th Floor Podcast. And it's all about the paranormal, and a lot of it's local paranormal, right? Hey, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, yeah. tell thank, us thank generally you. about the 13th Floor podcast and how yeah, when you started it. And you're like international. I mean, you've yeah. got people from everywhere who it's listen been to a, this It's thing. been a really great, humbling experience. And, and thanks for having me, too. Oh, very welcome. Um, but, yeah, the 13th Floor, we're a paranormal podcast. We focus on conspiracies, cryptids, ghosts, UFOs, all things strange. And we, we <laughs> try to take a more humorous approach to it. So I'm going to take, I'm going to just go ahead and put this out there. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that I listen to, guys. Like, yeah. this, is, this is my soap opera when I'm going to bed. Like, you're going to catch me on ancient aliens, any kind of UFO nice. government conspiracy disclosure stuff. I'm all yeah, about it. In yeah. fact, I probably, I mean, I'm secretly probably just as informed as you are. Oh, man. <laughs> listen, I, I will tell you, you will probably have to pull me back because I believe in everything. Okay, it's all it. true. I so, love it. Now, yeah. your podcast focuses mainly, is it mainly on haunted stuff? Is it may or is it kind of a good smattering of all things weird? Okay. It's pretty what? miscellaneous. It's it's got a unique uh, quality to it. Every single episode we have is listener uh, suggested. So we okay. have a vase. Okay. People ask for things and we talk about what's, them. What's your most popular one? What's your most popular uh, episode that ever? Funny enough, shout out to to Don Skaggs of Inventors Network Kentucky, who I, I work with extensively. Yeah, I've met him. He requested Uparts out objects out of space and time. Cool. Or time and space. What yeah, does that so mean? like basically that objects that so, shouldn't exist where they're found. Exactly. So like you find a calculator in Greek ruins or a shovel oh. that you carbon date to 10,000 oh. years in Arizona. Or pictures of guys with iPhones exactly. in the 1950s. Right. Yeah. 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 Photographs of people with, with nice sunglasses, modern sunglasses in the 40s. Yeah, things Ooh. like that. Yeah, yeah, if you ever get bored, Google 1940s hipster. Yeah, it's trippy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's a lot of like people believe time travelers that, yeah. Or, yeah. You know, and that's very. So now, when it comes to the haunted locations around, do you go to any haunted location? Do you investigate these? I, I investigate them as an amateur, as on a personal just love of, of that kind of stuff. But uh, thus far, we've not really covered anything like on site. Which we're looking okay. to change soon. Yeah, well, maybe uh, we'll get all interested. Maybe we can all be Ghostbusters. <laughs> Sounds I'll good. Put on one of those uniforms, you know, and get one of those old-fashioned cars <laughs> nice. and go for it. You know, Sounds I wonder good. out there in, in the ghost and paranormal world if there is something to a historic public place. You know, a lot of old... 
post offices, yeah. churches, buildings get turned into modern-day restaurants and public places. Right. I wonder if there's any more draw to the paranormal world of having an audience, uh, so to speak. Or yeah. Oh, interesting. Because you know, there's people there. Like, I, they want to be well, around other people. And, right, right. right. You know, and, the, and it's and, all kind of – there's a theme in all of these kind of mm. things. It's door slamming. Uh, oh, yeah. Women in white apparition. Orbs, you know, or, yeah. There's a there's a lot of common threads. Yeah. So why don't you tell there's us There's a lot about of bread recipes sure. I think have ghosts in them because they're haunted. Yeah. They don't well, work. Food is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's really five very notable haunted locations, and I'm probably going to go from least scary to scariest. Um, one that I find really interesting would be the uh, Sherman Tavern yeah. in Dry Ridge, and uh, it got its start in 1812 very old site and uh it's funny when people think of kentucky they usually don't think about like the west you know cowboys and indians type stuff but it was kind of the gateway to the west and this tavern was a stopping point for people who were driving cattle and for american indians who were uh, trading in furs and whatnot so it really was a place where cowboys and indians could actually share a drink together haberdashery yeah exactly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's definitely the site of some notable spirits um mostly confederate soldiers slaves and uh, the occasional child and as as you mentioned sylvia you know the poltergeist type yeah phenomena uh a lot of knocking footsteps things rattling things that are just kind of behaving the way that you don't expect an inanimate object to behave whether it's moved or exactly that's right now this is i think it is a museum now right is it an act it's not an active restaurant i do think that you can get uh alcohol there but i might be misremembering Pretty Maybe sure. that helps to see those ghosts if you yeah, have a little exactly. alcohol. Yeah, spirits yeah. with the spirits. Yeah. <laughs> well, you think that kind of uh, helps to open up the the whether you think it's a portal or whether you think it's like a uh, some I, you know there's a lot of theories on haunting. Some people sure. believe it's residual energy left over sure. from something yeah. that happened. Some right. people believe all time Lots exists of, at the same time, so you're really just seeing yeah. through a dimension. Murdered that's, people. That's my take yeah. on it, yeah. too, incidentally. Murdered yeah. people, yeah. that's whose souls are unsettled. Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah no, and then some people believe, yeah, your souls are unsettled and they have business, and there's a lot of theories. There's so, one place in Lexington I thought was interesting, the mansion. If you've been in the mansion, the big, uh, out mm-hmm. of the Marriott, ah. and the Blue Room is where a young girl, Greta, committed suicide. Uh, it's not wow. an eating place, but, you know, there are receptions that you go in there and you can feel the chill in the air uh, and noises and stuff. So, you know, just fascinating. So I, I said that question a little while ago about the audience because it, in my personal experience, okay, so in, in when I was training in Charleston, South Carolina, it's an original colony, right? Mm. So the Building Magnolia's restaurant in where I worked was one of the original post offices, right? So we're talking mm-hmm. pretty old building. And uh, along with that, in uh, Merrick Inn, which kind of has an uh, old building, yeah, and yeah. also Murray's, where I worked out on Harrisburg Road, was an old school. And these are all, uh, what do you call those buildings that are protected by uh, oh, like historical, historical yeah. preservation? Right. So, I mean, they have history, schools, post offices. And, man, I heard some pretty interesting things through the years. You know, being yeah, the sure. chef, I'm often the last uh, one out, first one in. Yeah. Some of the Ooh. some of the bathrooms upstairs yeah. at Murray's. Now the basement at Merrickin. If you go down there, there is a, a cellar area. Then it breaks off into two rooms, and then mm. in one of those back rooms, there's a portal to a door, and in there it goes to a dirt floor. And uh. there's a really mysterious area back there, and I always heard noises heard coming things. from that room, man. Mm. And it's weird. No, back to it though. I never 
ever heard any ghosts or any paranormal, and I have to this day, in a kitchen. Hmm. What is that? Is it high activity? Yeah. Or is well, it maybe it just a kitchen's like a happy place places. usually? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Places, yeah, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Or in the night. Yeah, when places. Uh, but think about it. Like the place yeah. you go in a house is a it's, kitchen. It's a kitchen. Yeah. So you gravitate but it's a there. there. The, That's the, the attic is the most likely to be weird and it's yeah. the least inhabited. But so it's generally happy reason, places. Yeah. I think part of the reason is, if you believe it, I believe that a lot of things we sense, maybe we don't understand, are just vibrational. And a kitchen in a commercial place is a very vibrational place. It's buzzing. Oh, There's yeah, lots yeah. of activity. So you might not be able to hear a ghost. You might not be able to hear it. They also might not want to be around that. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. It's like a scarecrow for spirits. Exactly. So maybe yeah. like you need to be in a bake shop or like okay. souffles or baking. The, I think Leo, do you believe in ghosts? Oh, yes, 100%. Okay. You do? Yeah. You believe in aliens? I do, yeah. On on the show, funny enough, our dynamic, Alex is the skeptic, Cece's in the middle, and I'm the guy who buys all of it. So. Got it all. <laughs> I love that. Are you, are you more, um, you like extraterrestrial, interdimensional being? Uh, I, I think both are equally conceivable. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think just in terms of like the limits and constraints of technology, the odds that they're from just a distant star is is unlikely which more likely is they're capable of interdimensional travel yeah so now, do you have uh, when you say you believe in ghosts have you seen them yourself when i was growing up our house had a poltergeist Did it really? we called him albert uh we oh. were very familiar with him one of my favorite things ever was having sleepovers because inevitably we'd bring it up some kid would say they didn't believe in him and the minute they did stuff would happen lights would flicker doors <gasps> would open the, the works uh he wow. really liked people to and take what note was his of. history did he live? we have no idea in fact the only reason we know the only reason we call him albert is we were experimenting with names and that was the name that made him stop uh just making a lot of noise one day. Really? Because <laughs> so you was, called him Albert. Because we called him Albert. He was definitely a boy because this is another fun thing he would do. We had a uh, bathroom right at the entrance to the house, and uh, occasionally the door would close on its own. And you could attribute that, oh, well, that's yeah, just the settling uh, of the house. The settling yeah. of the house, you know, air pressure. But then the toilet would flush. And that's okay. Oh, that's no. a little weirder. That's but sometimes weirder. toilets do that. But then when you'd open the door, if the seat was down, the seat would be up. So we're under no the impression it was a boy joke. ghost. So, yeah. So I wonder what, what other Kentucky restaurants yeah, should we visit absolutely. for paranormal activity? You know, we should put together some kind of ghost dinner tour. That would be well, That awesome. would be fun. With yeah. ghostly yeah. dishes like spooky spaghetti. and Yeah. What's yeah. another one? Uh, well, LaGrange has an interesting one called Rails. And uh, it's a very old building, too. It's over 150 years old. And uh, it's a little unique in that it has a notable spirit with a name like Albert. Um, there was a little girl who in the 1800s, she, uh, her name was Jenny, and she died of typhoid fever. And a number of people claim to have seen Jenny. There's a number of people who claim to have been pranked by Jenny. And there's a number of people who, upon being pranked by Jenny, like an object missing or something moving, uh, will hear the laughter of an eight-year-old girl. Really? Little kids are creepy. Yes. <laughs> little, I have two little kids. I'm telling you, they're creepy. Yeah, yeah. When they la- you ever, you ever, you have kids. You yeah. ever like walk past a room in the middle of the night when you're sleeping and you just hear like giggling? That's a scary. Uh, thing. Yeah, it's a scary thing. Yeah. Not yeah. So, are there any notable haunted places around town uh, in Lexington? Uh, you know, I'm not very aware of. Yeah, too there are. Okay. Here we there's go. a long oh. list, but I want to hear the restaurants first from okay. you, sure. and then we can talk about. Uh, there's nine official nine. ones. Ah, yeah, interesting. Nine. One of them is the mansion out at Merrick uh, at. Uh, at the Griffin Gate? At the Griffin Gate, okay. yeah. Okay. So sure. let's hear about the restaurants. Okay, can do. Um, this one's a, a little bit of a short one, but in Paducah, there's a place called Shandy's, and it used to be called C.C. C. Cohen's. 
And uh, the last surviving Cohen of the line, uh, Stella Cohen Payne, she lived in a little apartment just above the restaurant, which has since, as I said, been renamed to Shandy's. Well, she died, and in this case, you know, usually there's something really scary and unusual, but this seems to have just been a totally natural death. But ever since her death, people have seen her. People have uh, seen her, especially in photographs, her silhouette in the upstairs area where she died. And most interesting, and there's no other instances of this, as I'm aware in any of the restaurants I'm covering, is people see odd distortions in mirrors and reflections at Shandy's. They'll see, for her, for example, her reflection. They'll see Ooh. distorted reflections, things like that. So mirrors don't act quite right for some people when they visit. Have you ever, anybody ever heard in a family member in your house that you realized wasn't quite where they should be after they died? Uh, oh, so yes. Have very you? much so. Yeah. I, ha- I, I, mean, I have that experience with my mother. And yeah. She was very unsettled in her final days. Uh, she was fearful of dying. And I think she was an unsettled soul because there were signs that she was visiting me, uh, just little things. Sure. And you just... Well, you know, I don't know why some people become ghosts and some people don't. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, my father died more easily, mm. and I never sensed he was with me afterwards, but I did my mother. And so you had an experience, too? Yeah, yeah. My mother and I talk about that, about my father, who I lost back last yeah. August. And it's, you know, not more like a haunting or that, you know, my father was always well, just overly protective of my yeah. mother and always very concerned about her well-being, you know. Mm whether it's changing a tire or a light mm-hmm. bulb, right? Sure. And uh, so she feels like he hasn't left yet. Uh, you know, yeah. he's still there, wa- you know, and he's not going her. to until she knows she's, yeah. she's Well, you know, okay. hauntings mm. have a bad connotation because sometimes they're not bad. No, I mean, my mother, you know, one day there was no wind and she always wore a sun visor, blew it off. I was feeling sorry for myself over and visiting her grave, mm. and a sudden gust of wind blew my visor off. Mm. And I know she was doing that. Yeah, I mean, th- I, I think this is important research for the culinary field, too, because think about all the grandmas and lifelong recipes that yeah. have been lost that, uh. you know, I need to find a way to communicate with <laughs> yeah. Colonel Sanders. What's in the cookies have, now? Have you, have all you these ever, guys. Have you got, done you know, a seance? Uh, I have. Um, and yeah. did you? Reese? <laughs> oh, yeah, very weird stuff. Um, for one thing, we did this a few times, me and uh, my sisters, and my older sister would always lead it. And every time we would do it, the sky could be clear as a bell and it would storm. Really? Oh, it was very unusual. Wow. Um, and, yeah, we would we would definitely have notable experiences with sounds and, and things of Is that, that sort right? during it. Yeah. Sometimes they say a person has to almost be like a medium. It yeah. has to be a person I, I think that has that open. ability. I, I think you have to be open to it. I think that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's – so my grandmother actually uh, – this is a long story. Long story than the – than my grandmother practiced a Sicilian version of voodoo, and it's the only oh, way to describe wow. it. Okay. Yeah. And she used to hold seances and really? do stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really <laughs> – there's the Agordina, there's that. It's a oh, lot really? of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, that's the thing. So anyway, so she had so growing up, we had weekly seances. Did in you my really? House. <laughs> well, no wonder you're so weird. Hundred <laughs> percent weird things happen. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, no, no wonder I'm, you're so weird. No, it's, no, I trust me, I am weirder <laughs> than you even think. Catherine. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, as I understand it, because Sicily is so close to the tip of Africa, yeah. a lot of the traditions went back and forth. Oh, wow. Right. And there is a, a, just a, sort of like Santeria yep. mm-hmm. uh, for Cuba. 
there's there's a, an Italian form of that that exists in the southern part of Italy where my Ooh, grandmother's did from. Did she do potions? And she did. Yeah. No, she did hexes. Uh, hexes and curses. She did hexes, evil eye, and curses. Uh, and yeah, the evil oh, eye. We're going to talk about that in the yeah, next half hour. It's weird, yeah. Interesting. Weird yeah, 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 definitely. Both my grandparents, uh, my my maternal grandma and my paternal grandpa, were what were called root workers, mm-hmm. which is just hillbilly witchcraft, really. Yeah, right. And, yeah. Uh, and you said you were just on a podcast called, called Hillbilly what? Horror Stories. <laughs> yeah, check it out. It hillbilly was Horror Stories. Yep. And what are they like? Murders that never were solved. They talk what? about a variety of things. And funny enough, we talked about one of my big passions, which is just bugs. We talked about invertebrates and the weird aspects of all the all the creatures with more than four legs. So <laughs> see, I love yeah. That I think the witchcraft potions kind of thing bridges yeah. this into like culinary too, because mm. I, I don't know much about hexes and whatever, but I love well. reading through like the Foxfire books and uh, Appalachian yeah. regional yes. things where you're talking about tonics yeah. and elixirs and natural yeah. products that you can make. Um, and, and honestly, guys, this kind of so-called witchcraft is alive and well today. It is I mean, alive it's and basically well. your beauty uh, counter, chef, like apothecaries chef, across the nation are doing. Let me ask you this, Chef. Why is sage always an ingredient? Uh, there's there's a lot years. of religious yeah. stuff behind sage, right? It's sage in a room. Uh, that's the weird universal. part. Yeah. Like, you, you can find that Dressing in every tradition, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's the thing. So there's actually, and I think a lot of what people thought was magic was science. They didn't quite understand yet, a lot of the potions. So now there's actually science behind sage. Mm. So I was reading an article a couple years ago that, that you know, if you bur- they say burning sage cleanses. Right. Well, they found that burning sage actually has antibacterial properties oh, okay, and okay. literally does cleanse yeah. the area, well, not of spirits, but of things like disease bacteria. and bacteria. Yeah. So mm. there's some truth to it, although we might not well, understand someone it. was putting a curse on someone the other day in my writing class. And she used sage. Yeah. And, I mean, this was a bad curse. She wanted this person to drop dead. <laughs> it was a, this is a real thing? She claimed she needed to see a lawyer before anybody else heard this story. Mm. But, yeah, so it was, she did. She actually, like, burned sage and mm. all kinds of stuff and followed directions on the Internet for a curse. Interesting. To put a curse on this person. Mm. Anyway, That's restaurants. That's a bad restaurant. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, I told you we get off on tangent. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, well, old Talbot. Uh, tavern in oh, yeah. Bardstown is a, another good example of an old establishment, and uh, it has probably, at least for this list, the most diverse array of phenomena. Uh, you've got the orbs, you've got the rattling furniture, you've got things falling over, poltergeist stuff, in other words, footsteps and all that. But you also have three notable spirits. There's a lady in white that a lot of people claim to have seen. There's a fellow that one woman claims that she recognized from a documentary as Jesse James. And Jesse James had, in fact, visited the establishment. In fact, he was reputed to have shot three bullets in the wall to prove that he was there on one occasion. But unfortunately, that that portion of the building has burnt down, so we don't have that anymore. (laughs) Uh, But one notable spirit doesn't have an actual name, but a cook is the first person to have seen him. A, A cook at the establishment claims that he saw a fella in a long gray duster jacket, which is what they just called him, the, the man in the gray jacket. And uh, this was corroborated on a separate occasion wow. by the bookkeeper of the establishment. So they both saw the same guy Ooh. unaware and then later corroborated their own stories. Oh, oh how fascinating. And I love their menu. It's the Jesse James ribeye ah, and nice. the Lincoln barbecue ribs. Ah. And it's named after these notable Interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, it's just so, so we, we got a couple minutes left. What are some of the haunted places in Lexington that that are oh, yeah. notably haunted? Uh, yeah, I've got a list of nine, and um, 
yeah, I, I, let's go into, uh, they're not all of them restaurants. They're, some of them are really known, like Transy and the Ruffin, uh, yeah. a curse that's sure. been put on. Uh, but how do people find 13th Floor? What, oh. what can they do to find 13th you Floor? You can find us anywhere you listen to music, really, or podcasts, Spotify, Apple, The Works, just whatever your preferred platform is. Just look for the uh, red, black, and white logo uh, that says the 13th Floor. And, uh, yes, and how many followers do you have oh i don't actually know but they're all over the world and we get a lot of engagement it's it's been very humbling and very fun Good. to get i mean today for example i got two messages from two people not even requesting an episode they just wanted to talk about something paranormal that yeah, they'd so come across any country that is um, contributes more than we're definitely more america heavy but we're, we've got people all over uh we've had uh we, we had a review from japan recently and uh and a lot of listeners in England and uh, Germany. How long did it take you to build it to this level? Oh, it, it took a, a couple of years to get to, to this level. And then we went on hiatus for a long time. And I'm very grateful. Uh, my co-host had a baby. Very grateful that our listeners have really stuck with us, even though we had a, like well, a nine-month. Well, it's such an intriguing topic. Oh, uh, thank you. I love it. Yeah, and then we will... I love our partnership. Yeah, we'll have likewise. to hear from you again. Because, you know, <laughs> we could hear from you again at Halloween. Ooh, that'd be great. To summer vacations now, but... Yes. Scaring people to death at Halloween. I know just more what to talk research about. on potions and witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's there's a lot of things that you could do in the kitchen that would be that would be maybe based in potions or witchcraft, but things that we actually would oh, still yeah. eat and enjoy now. Right? That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're going to have some ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. We All might right. even build a curse here. You know, you got a, if you got a list of people, strange you things curse. have happened. All right, yeah. the Thirteenth Floor Podcast. Get it wherever you get podcasts. Uh, thank you, Leo. Thank you so much for coming coming on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thank All right, you. back in a moment. Food News and Shoes Radio.